been uh, running around inside your head at night, Jim? Well, because communication seems to be something I I kind of like. I really do. I found out I really like communicating and it, that means it's me and something else, which is always scary, right? It's always scary. But the idea of communication with people that take or the communications that take you away a little bit either just a story or or a, a good idea for you to use and just the journey of it gets me out of my head gets me away from jimmy and i want to thank you guys for supplying that uh function for me but we're not really here jimmy uh oh, <laughs> we're just figments, so you don't think like you're talking to yourself. <laughs> yeah, because it, oh. it, I mean, it, it would get pretty boring if you were just talking to yourself all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It does. I get sick of my material fast now. Well, well thank really you fast. for inventing us, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> well, in a sense, yeah, that's not a bad way of looking at it. Because it has a depth to it. It's not just here. Because coal has no end. There's no end to coal. Like how big it gets. It gets really big and really little coal. And so that's where it's up to us to decide how big and small we want to get in our communication. You mean the CO, the co of communication, right? That's what you're speaking Yeah, of. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's ah, yeah, yeah. It, it goes, you know. It's, Thank you. It's, uh, got got a lovely net to it, right? And you you cast the net, depending on what your capabilities and your luck of birth and all kinds of stuff, right? But there's no end to where you can go. You start wherever you come in, and then there's no end to the communication possible. So, yeah. It's limitless. Yeah. Well, is it is it actually possible to communicate with another person? I mean, to, to the extent that everybody has their own um, terms of reference, so to speak, <laughs> whatever that means. No, no, yes. I thought right. you were going to say because terms and conditions. <laughs> I save that for the mortgage side. Yeah. Okay. Good. But but the um, I I mean every every I mean how, how do we communicate? We we communicate with uh, with labels of things. As an example, I would communicate with labels of things in my world, and hoping they would translate to. Fred's world and Jim's world, and they may be very different. They may not be translatable. And, um, you know, it starts from, starts from the most basic. There was this tall person walking around. Now, a tall person to me might be like five feet eight because I'm five feet six, right? But to Jim, it might be seven feet because he's over six feet, you know? So... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that was a cough of recognition of your truth, Jaswant. <laughs> yeah. So and and then and then there's all sorts of inferences and implications and little side things going well, on. I have a story that backs up what you're saying. Yeah. And, and Claude and I will give you the business every now and then in, in our video games. Do you mm -hmm. remember what do you remember what our sort of co business giving is when when you say something in the game and we 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 uh, push you a little bit? Oh no, please go ahead. Oh, you don't recall. <laughs> hey, there's a thing over here. I need there's oh. a thingy. There's a thingy here. And Claude and I are like, okay, what is Jaswan saying to us with this word thing? And then he'll refine it with thingy. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's my English panicky thing, you know. Hey, there's a thingy over here. That's a... In your head, you see the thing. But within the word itself, thing, sometimes the word thing can be a vessel that communicates the thing you mean by thing. And sometimes the other person's like, what thing? Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, there's a goblin here. There's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes we can read the panic in your voice if thing yeah. is like, I'm in trouble. Or thing is like, good, right? There's a good thing because your voice communicates, the tone of your voice communicates some extra information. Yeah. But I, I sure you, you've said the same thing, Fred, and Claude said the same thing, but maybe I say it more often. Maybe not a thingy or a... <laughs> <laughs> what were you saying, Jim? Well, it, I think Jazz is about it in the sense of the frame of reference. What's your, everybody's frame of reference, me, is the success, uh, the, your ability to access it. And, like I'm kind of an expert at talking to people. I go and talk to people everywhere all the time. And the, the, if what I do immediately is try and find what, what they like, where they're at, where their head is. And as soon as you got that, as soon as you got something that they enjoy doing or enjoy, okay, you've got that frame of reference. Now you can uh, drag other things into that in reference to that, mm -hmm. correlate, oh, this is sort of like that, you know? And, and once you break down their fear that you're gonna kill them, you can then begin to really go places with people because they're not afraid anymore and you can just talk about things they like and then bring other things in and then away you go. Mm -hmm. if, if their tone of voice is nice, if it's not nice, then you can't, then I go, basically, it's, you know, you say, okay, I, they, I can't talk to them, right? Let me, let me check realities with you to see that we're communicating well. So what you just said, I 100% stand with you, but a phrase, and I think I've said it before in our conversations, is um, I have to go where they're at instead of asking them to come where I'm at. So when you try to find common ground and common references, would you say that that phrase fits what you're describing? So you're going where the person yeah. is in order to have a better communication with them. 
Yeah, and you, but you have to be able to establish your own sort of spot to and show it to them. You have to let them know who you are in some way, just one area, one thing, one grounding. So they've got that, they, they got that, you got one of theirs, and then it's just circle the wagons as long as it's fun. Kind of right. Yeah, or, I kind of do that by useful. I let the person talk first, and when they're done, then I go on forever. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Are you done yeah, talking? Yeah. It's my that's turn. Yeah. I have a lot to well, say. Well, that's and such <laughs> is such is storytelling. Such is communication, right? How does it? How does it go? And it's it moves. Mm-hmm. It moves. And it can stop and never pick up again. Yep. Right? It's, so it's got a lot of, like Jasmine, there's a lot of, you know, different angles on it that affect it, which makes it so exciting mm-hmm. because it's like a movie all the time. This is like a movie. We're making a movie on communication. We don't know where we're going, right? But we're g- bouncing a little bit off here and there. Mm-hmm. And, and we're communicating. In a sense, you guys are getting some of what I'm saying, and I'm getting some of what you're saying. Yeah, it, it's um, um, when we when we talk about communication. So there's different forms of communication, but just before we go there, I just wanted to mention the beautiful um, uh, allegory that that comes from knowing our folks. Uh, which is that your 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 throat is moving air as you're talking and making sounds and it's landing on the eardrum and the eardrum's vibrating. It's it's a series of vibrations that that are occurring um, through air. And um, it's it, it's it's good to remember that I'm not sure how um, how useful that is for communication because we're 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 immediately removed from that like if we if we think because we're using a language too right I mean in in early days once upon a time there there was no language now so we're told yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you too. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah I know and, you're hungry. <laughs> so am I. Uh, yeah, that's right. So, the if if you just think about sounds, that there, there's sort of there's sort of a number of different types of sounds. One is the vowels, so to speak, and, the, and and this is just because of our experience with the English language. So the sounds we can use, the A-E-I-O-U, and then you've got the consonants. So the consonants are made with the cutting off of the, of, of the air with the mouth, like M, T, the mouth of the tongue, the top of the K. <laughs> yeah. I just wanted to throw that in as we were talking about communication. 
the math. It's, it's true. It's like what Dick does in the computer games. It's true. <laughs> yeah, of course, Jimmy. It's like another language, the, the writing of code. It's another language. It's just a written language. Yeah. And, we and see, we're, we're focusing also on uh, verbal communication, which is something that uh, we, you know, we that's the only game in town, sort of, for most, most of us. And, and yet there's this visual um, smell, taste, all this kind of stuff. And then the other stuff that we barely we barely flicker with right mm -hmm. and and then there's the animal communicating with animals and plants which i find particularly important and it washes me when i communicate with plants and animals it washes me because they're not like humans <laughs> and they're in their they don't want the same stuff right they want food water you know warm shelter shelter warmth all the good stuff which we th we have we uh bypass in a lot of cases for the shiny bobbles and mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> how many shiny bubbles you got jimmy how many shiny bubbles you got i want to compare i've got well i've got a really cute little one here buddy look at this one. Oh, look at you with your shiny bubble by the way, no, uh, bobble, by the way, bobble. for those of you without the visuals, which is everyone, Jimmy was holding oh. up a rock <laughs> that was painted by Mr. E.J. Gold. Always a treat. Little toys. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because most people would say plants. Plants don't communicate. But, you know, it's... Um, is there a possibility just to have the possibility of, of plants being able to communicate? Absolutely. Open, opens up a whole array. I mean, we know animals communicate, dogs, cats, right? That's, that's the, um, the, uh, the terms of reference. <laughs> no, no, but didn't you, you went to school, all of us went to school in somewhere in the 70s, right? Jimmy was finishing up. Yes. You were beginning, Jazzy, and I was in the middle, more or less, or beginning middle. And yeah. I know that even in middle school, I don't think it was grammar school, could have been, we did the experiment where you put a plant, a, a group of plants over here, and on the yeah. side of the room, you put another group of plants, and then we were told as kids to go be mean to one group of uh, plants and uh, insult them. Uh, Send out bad vibes and then go to the other side of the room and send, you know, pleasant words and encouragement and love and, you know, loving expressions. And we were told to observe. This was in the 70s for sure. Wow. Early 70s, early mid 70s. And, you know, that was part of science to show oh. us, to begin to show us that our attitude, I took it more as an attitude, though I probably didn't know what the word meant at the time. Now I'll assign that word. I was seeing that no matter, because the, maybe the plant doesn't understand I'm insulting it, you know, by calling it skinny or something. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it doesn't understand the, the sounds that are coming out of my mouth, but maybe it feels the yeah. energy that's coming with the mm -hmm. air that's going over whatever passes for ears on a plant. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't recall that we did that particular no. experiment in, in England. Um, 
it is a it's a great one. I wish I had done it. Uh, but um, in in the seventies and eighties, something started to come out called body language. Yeah. In 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 communication, they say, look at look at the body language. That person's obviously lying. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Their eyes so, go left when they lie. Uh, uh, is that what you're talking about? Those sort of things, or, or just the the posture you have, whether your legs are open or legs are crossed, etc., etc. My mother was a total expert at reading people. Mm-hmm. As it was, she was see in the terms of communication, she was the recept receiver because you need a a direct a giver and a receiver in communication, kinda right. And she was an expert. She would watch people, how they moved and how they talked for like a minute. And then she knew them. She absolutely had them read down to the. And it, it was because she was able to be quiet enough and just really. And she enjoyed it, too. She enjoyed it. She was safe. My dad did all the talk and like kind of me. Right. And so she was able to just watch like a good movie. Oh my goodness, it was. And you know, we're my dog, kind of the same. <laughs> she she reads people all the time coming in and going out and she's got them, right? And so I think the reception part of it is undernourished. And the offering is overnourished in the sense that my my sister felt that my mother didn't speak enough and my, that my father did all the talking. So she took on the idea that only that, you know, the talking is the wish, is the great thing in the world. And it just ain't, you know, it ain't the great thing in the world. Because mm-hmm. without the listener, there's nothing. Without the receptor, your mo- your mom must have been not just quiet in, in the sense that she didn't speak, but also quiet inside. Yes, so she could very sense quiet. more. Very quiet, very gentle, very and interested. She was freaking interested. There you go. There you go. And, and and in the communication world right now, where we have more more communications than ever in the history of mankind, interest is waning. It's people's interest is getting hammered by so many things. Coming at you like bo 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 and oh that looks good oh that looks good I'm gonna go there never before right and uh, that's one of the things about the internet that I don't like is too much for me I've got a I've got a gentle little yeoman's brain eh? well the only thing that's important currently in, in in the world's communication is how well you insult somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to me like if you can put somebody down really well, yeah, yeah, you know, it's uh... (laughs) a verbal pinning to the mat, right on, and that's sort of more more gentler souls. (laughs) But but also, but also, I I wonder, and this speaks to maybe maybe it's on topic. I hope it is. The idea when we were talking earlier about what is communication and. And we were talking, and for me, what came up was that I'm reaching out with words. 
I'm mm -hmm. reaching out to to you two. I'm reaching out. We are reaching out through the podcast to people we don't even know. But that to me, it's it is the listener. That's where it gets comp I think a little more complex. But at least the part of being the talker or being the lead is the idea that someone is trying to reach out and share with you their idea, their point of view, their feelings, whatever it is that they want to share. And so there's a, a reaching out. So when Jim was talking about how happy he is he has two people he can talk to because he, do, he doesn't like his story so much anymore at this time in his life, that, you know, he has somebody to reach out to and it feels like it lands, right? Mm -hmm. So the idea of being alone, right, for eternity, and then I was thanking Jim for inventing us, um, is that he's reaching out in, into whatever, you know, whatever it is that he's inside and whatever we are inside and whatever it is we really are, truly are, we're reaching out, trying to see if anybody's there if, or, or do they hear us? Are we not alone? <laughs> do you share my point of view? Do you hear me? Reaching out into the void. Yeah, reaching out to the void. You got it. And it's but very dangerous, like... It's very yep. dangerous, like Jazz said, uh, uh, now because a, most offerings are are put downs, in a sense, or a lot of them, because it's safe. That you're safe if you you lead with a put down, you're okay. If you lead with an idea, a gentle little possibility that you put out there, and you watch the gas that is thrown on it, and and fire is burnt right up. You know, it's it's danger. It is a dangerous world to to be communicating in. My and, mom would uh, just say, "Toughen up." Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, but it this is not tough. This is uh, dangerous. This is dangerous. Making times, you know. And I, I don't, I don't. And why when I communicate with people, a lot of times when I'm going around, I try and make a joke real quick as soon as I can about something that is in the environment there, something they see and I make something funny up about it. If they don't laugh, I, I stop. I just go do the function and go on. Right. If they laugh, I, 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 I move with them. So what, what about the laugh opens the door for you? Tell us more. Well, it's the, the they just open their door and laugh. You can't laugh without opening your door. Mm -hmm. Right. You, uh, you know, it's an ugly laugh if you do, you know, and, uh, and, when and so they're open, opening, then what happens they got when it, the door is open. they got what I said, they got the joke, it, like you said, it landed, right? I can tell it landed, so I can tell they're where they are in my world, they're, they, they get part of my world, and then away you go. You know, and, and, and you, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily carry the conversation to that point. I just, I, I know the door is open at least. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that to me is the key to communication. Even us being uh, hooked up with, with the gold guys, we have to open a door a certain way. But the key I like about EJ's material is you don't have to open the door all the way. And say, okay, come on in. You're, you're, you know, it's, it's like most religions or groups. You got to go all the way in. It's not, 
It's not you. They don't. You can't just give them part. You got to give them the whole the whole thing. Then communication becomes very scary because they own you. And so I've never been owned in a group. I've always been aware of that. I've always been on the edge of groups, doing the job, but I don't get right in the middle of it because you can get destroyed there. But I appreciate this group because they allow us to be where we are, right? Mm -hmm. We've never had to do anything. You know, we've been, it's been offered. Communication has been offered to us to do things and we chose to do what we did. And so that's, that's the delight of this crowd for me is uh, I trust everybody in a certain way, right? There's a trust that I can help. So you're worried about being destroyed, it seems. Oh, yeah, for sure. For what sure. happens that, when you get destroyed so that I understand your reality better? What happens when you get destroyed? Well, somebody rips you. Rips you. So what? How, how for pleasure. How for their matter? pleasure. How for their pleasure, they. You don't know. No, I, I'm trying to understand your reality. I know have how you I never mean been, it. Have I'm you never to been ripped? Yours. Have you never been ripped? Sure, all the time. So what, I what, was a teacher. Well, how did you know? How do you, <laughs> how do you know about that? Then, what do you know about that rip? Do you like it? Do you want to continue it? Well, it depends on the circumstances. Um, well, for me, there's larger aims. So if along the way I get beat up or bruised or humiliated, then, then it's, it's not just a simple close the door, thank you, I only want nice people in my life, um, or people I agree with, for example, or people that have the same thoughts that I have. So if there's a larger aim for trying to understand somebody else's point of view, and how it might collide with mine and make me feel bad, then if there's a larger aim, like working in a group, you speak of the, the Mr. Gold group that we're all associated with, uh, there's several people that rub me the wrong way. But I put that aside because there's a bigger aim. And I imagine that the rub is something that can be repaired or doesn't need to be repaired. It's just that we're going to rub each other the wrong way. Fine. We have a bigger thing. We have bigger things to do than get along. Well, what I was referring to was what Jaswant was referring to was where people attack people. That is the communication. It's an attack. Mm -hmm. And it's not offering another opinion. It's an attack. Opinions are fine for me. But when it's an actual attack for your... When I was in Afghanistan, if you dishonored anybody... They might kill you. Mm -hmm. In our culture, dishonoring is another day at the office. It's the way people go. And people don't even know what it means to dishonor somebody. People don't know what dishonoring is because it's everywhere. It's everywhere. And it's actual taking your honor and throwing it on the ground. Take the body, not the man. In sport, you know, you, 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 in the games, you take the body, you hit people, you, but you don't take the man. You don't destroy the man. You don't hurt the man. You need them there as a player. And so, you know, I think it's a very, 
getting through life and and of course you've got things to do you get banged up but when people you you can get the sense that people are going to rip you for for because they need that as an appetite it's a it's a it's a food for people mm-hmm. this i and uh, <laughs> hey this i yeah, i understand and, you very well yeah yeah and so once you sense that once you get a sense of that then i'm gone i don't bother killing people right <laughs> you know and and so that to me is the cutoff point in communications and it's getting more of to be of a cutoff point now as i'm getting you know dumber and less resilient i i need to you know make sure that i'm in a healthy environment mm-hmm. to uh to survive right because if you get ripped you you become a damaged animal it's like a plant or a dog you know you rip them you beat them you you don't put water on them they're done they're done and my plants all trust me because <laughs> i put water on them regular right so that trust thing is i think a real huge part of do we trust this intelligence and names like god and stuff on them do we do we trust that do we have any sense of that you know i mean that's the big stuff and it's you know it's the important stuff kind of i'm finding i'm i'm going more to the idea that there is intelligence and that i can speak to it and i can cohabit with it because i need it i need intelligence now in my life i need i need help from something more serene than me <laughs> and you guys can do that beautiful it, it, beautiful yeah it, <laughs> It, it's a very interesting how, how we how um, Jim opened up with the telling of the joke because if you um, for me if you imagine the people and they're they're sort of uh, I don't want to say crystallized but they're sort of intention right they're just intention thinking about maybe they're thinking about am I going to pay my bills or you know, how am I, uh, how am I going to swindle this guy or how am I going to, they're just in that tension. And then as soon as you have the, the laugh, you, you, um, open up or, or relax that tension and, uh, open, open up the gate. And the, the, um, the part about, um, you know, if, if, if I get so offended by someone, so there's always two parts to that. There's first of all, there's me, why am I offended? And then there's the part of the other person, which is doing the offending. Maybe they've put me down or, or, or something. And in, um, in, in most cases, I'll just say, well, I won't say it out loud because I'm not that typicality. I'll just say, well, under my breath, well, F you. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to help you do anything. But then there's that other part about if, if you're trying to do something, you need everybody to be functioning as a, as a team, all pulling the same way. And that's the... Um, uh, you know, it, it, it's it's difficult because we, we do this in Tai Chi too. 
So um, it, it's called correcting, right? So as somebody's going through a move and you have to go and correct, correct them. them. And when, correct them, you know, well, your arm's supposed to be here, your foot's supposed to be here, it's supposed to be at this angle. And when, when I first um, started Tai Chi, which is over 20 years ago, there were lots of correction and lots of people would come the instructor would come around, move your elbow over here or your arm over there, your head over there and all sorts. And now it, it, it's changed. The, 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 the teaching of, of Tai Chi has changed um, with, the, with the school I currently am with. But it's changed in that it, there's not so many corrections. It's like, how does it feel? Are, are you comfortable? Are, are you relaxed? And so, and um, the it, it's changed to is it fun? You know, is it? Are you enjoying yourself? Is it interesting? And then you have the you have the converse of it. I was uh, with uh, with one of my uh, friends, and he was he was a heavy heavy mushroom acid, all sorts of sort of tripper and and he he says well I could program myself to 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 ignore a certain smell because I needed to learn something in that area so but if the smell is off-putting then I, I won't go near that area. I'll stay away. But I can program myself. And uh, that was an old, old it's, it's a very impressive point because, you know, well, you want the smell. If you smell gas, you want to run the other way and not, not light a cigarette, so to speak, right? So it's, uh, it's, it's almost like that old, which, which decision is the right one now? <laughs> did, did you hear? Did you hear about the frog who rode on the back of a crocodile across the river? I think. No, the, go ahead. The crocodile ate the frog, and then the frog, <laughs> the, cro the frog says, "What the fuck did you do that for?" He goes, "I'm a crocodile." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But the yeah. frog was poisonous. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the adult story. This is for the children, Jaswan. Yeah. But the idea to... Well, I must... Like, go ahead, go Jim. Ahead. Go, go, go. No, no, you go, Freddie. Well, I was wondering. So... Oof, I had it better before. But in any case, we'll, we'll start talking and see if it comes out. Um, it starts something like this. So if we go back to Jimmy's mother, who was able to read people quickly, mm -hmm. right? And, ah, it came back. I knew if I started at the beginning, the, the real point would come. So when we talk about people that shut us down or, or, or attack us or whatever, whatever, and, and, and since we often go to the animal world with, with Jimmy, so... Across my Facebook page, because I must have clicked once to my regret, I watched one of those, like, this is an abandoned stray dog who's nearly dead videos. 
right? And now I, I went through a time where it was like every fifth post was a, another animal that was in distress and saved by the kindness of human beings. And that, and that's, it's sort of a cautionary to maybe what Jim was saying before, because that dog attacked the people that it was trying to help. And that dog was so injured that its first response to any reach out toward it. And so the, the dog at first is very aggressive and, and, and skittish, but mm -hmm. skittish coming out is anger and aggressiveness yeah. and meanness. So when we were, when, when, when Jim was talking and all this is sort of coalescing in my, in my brain is that, and he was asking about whether or not uh, I could handle the, the attacks, let's say. So to read a person first and to know whether the attacks are coming from somebody who's basically injured and frightened and, and beaten up mm -hmm. emotionally, yeah. uh, you know, as a teacher for all the, all the many years, it's, mm -hmm. there's that, that, that read is super important because the kid is, I used to say, okay, so you're shadow boxing your dad and you think I'm your dad. I would say shit like that. <laughs> Right. Mm. So or you're sa shadow boxing the, all the other teachers you had at your crappy schools before you came here. So they would attack me. Right. And they would mm. shadow box the school. And that was the term I assigned to it. They were punching yeah. at things that weren't me, though. They, it was me mm. that they were directing at. But I knew they yeah. weren't coming. They weren't really punching me. They were punching this image of a teacher or an, a principal or a school because they were injured emotionally by it. So when, yeah. when to go back to that part of the conversation, for me, the read is super important because if I read that they're, they're shadow boxing, then I'm going to take as many punches as they have. And I'm, or, you know, and, mm -hmm. and until they punch themselves out and realize they're safe. Mm -hmm. So for me, just to be attacked isn't enough information for me to make a decision. I, I need time to watch and read in order to and then how to to work with them in, in that way mm -hmm. right until they, nice. until they get until they get healthy and trust and and the word that jim again has used many times is trust to rebuild that trust yeah. with an institution that you know happens to look like me for for 45 minutes a day mm -hmm. that's nice